Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell. I am your trader, Todd Schellenberger, broadcasting from the state of New York. And I have the expert among experts here to talk about the insurance industry. Insurance premiums right now amount to $1.4 trillion annually, making the industry one of the largest sectors in the country right now. And with me today, I have Bobby Hotaling. He is the founder and president of Hotaling Insurance Group based out of New York. Bobby, welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell. Thanks, Todd. Pleasure to be on with you. Fantastic. Well, Bobby, I got to say, I wanted to talk to you. Now, you and I, we have a friendship that goes back many years, actually over a decade now. And I, for, since I've known you, you are the expert when it comes to insurance. You have, you're talking about insurance products, insurance services. You can cover the full gamut of everything. But I got to say, for the audience, maybe give a little bit of background on yourself and how you got started with the firm. Yeah, thanks, Todd. So yeah, we're a, uh, a family risk management office uh, specializing in tax mitigation and risk, risk mitigation uh, and leveraging the insurance industry to do it. So we've been doing this for approximately 25 plus years right now. And we work over all facets of the business, whether we're dealing on an individual basis for the uh, high net worth or we're dealing with corporations and are the sports and, and uh, sports and ent entertainment industry. So we cover a wide vast of services, whether we're doing your homes, your cars, your boats, your planes, or we're covering your employees uh, at your company with the health insurance, uh, all the way to protecting your family when it comes to life insurance, but really doing it in a different twist where we're looking to mitigate it with taxes. So we leverage the tax strategies that we put in place where most people are selling what I call is a retail product, we are selling a wholesale product. So it's a much different feel and touch when you're dealing with it, especially when it comes to your pocket. And at the end of the day, we represent the client to the insurance industry. We do not work for an insurance company. We work for you, the client. Okay, that sounds great. So with that, and you know this, the insurance industry is just an ever-evolving sector. I mean, it just continues to evolve. I remember going back just a couple of decades ago, I mean, the insurance industry really was still that old fashioned, here's the paperwork you have to write through, you have to continue to press down, go through the carbon copy of all the insurance. Now it's really moved more on the technology side where everything's available online, You looking at annuities, things like that. Every, you can even trade annuities now online, whereas just two decades ago, it always was the old fashioned way where you had to call someone just to actually make a change in your in your sub accounts for things like that. But with that, how has Hoteling Insurance Group really moved with that type of environment? Are you now starting to have conversations regarding artificial intelligence? Is that even a factor when it comes to insurance? Or are you just sticking to the old fashioned hand, you know, hand to hand, shaking hands and trying to get deals done? Well, it's funny you say that because you see a lot of the bigger companies are going into the more technology and we at Hotel and are going with the technology approach, but we do a, a combination, right? Because everybody still wants to see the person that they're dealing with. And I'm a little old school. I still want to be able to shake your hand and look into your eye and explain to you what's going on. And people don't want to call and get a robot. They don't want to get something synthetic. They want to get a live person. They don't want to go through a switchboard. So everybody in my company has a cell phone still, and we still communicate with clients directly on the cell. Because when it comes down to insurance, it comes down to service, accountability, and being present when needed. Insurance products are insurance products at the end of the day. It's when you need them, uh, when there's a claim or you have an issue, that's when it really becomes important. And that's when people get frustrated. Either they don't have the knowledge backing them up 
or they don't have the availability to get the person to get done what they need to get done. That's the big differential that you'll see out there is just the accountability of people. COVID has changed that and how we came out the other side of it. It has simplified some things and it's made some things more difficult. Okay, now that makes sense. And I noticed that you have, because that handholding, the the actual, you know, the virtual um, kitchen table, you have your agent there, you have the, the client on the other side and you're going through the insurance process. And I've noticed you have so much growth that's happening within your organization. You're moving into some of these southern cities right now. How many agents do you have working for you? So the company right now, we're probably all in about 220 people right now. Um, wow. we, we, have a national, we have a national footprint. So we're actually uh, even doing work in Alaska and Hawaii at this point. And we hit that's basically incredible. every every state, uh, every flyover state that's there. So we have different businesses there, uh, depending on the segment of what we're working in. So the, that has changed a lot. COVID's caused people to move all over the country as well. So people that were in New York aren't in New York. So our certain cities like Florida, uh, we're down in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Those markets are exploding. Houston, Dallas. So it's crazy on some of the states that you've seen really expand. Uh, New York is always New York. But when you start seeing these other cities grow the way they are, and then I, you know, the consolidation in our industry is rapid, right? Uh, rampant, rather. It's been going on for a while. So now you're seeing a lot of the bigger companies out there gobbling up the small guys. So us as a complete independent have seen significant growth because people want to be able to work with someone that they know and they trust. That makes sense. Then. So you talked about the, the technology aspect of it. So with that, what about products? What about, are you seeing anything that is new, is something that maybe uh, corporate clients, individual clients have not actually been introduced to yet? Well, that's, that's a great question, by the way, because um, it depends on the segment of the business that you're speaking of. If you're speaking more on the tax and life insurance part, um, yeah, the product is evolving on a regular basis. Most people are, are uh, misunderstand mostly life insurance. If you think you bought a product a year ago or 20 years ago, everyone always bases it on aged base and thinking that, hey, listen, I got this policy 20 years ago. You cannot improve it. And there's nothing further from the truth. So the carriers compete with each other, even though the carriers are even consolidating. And there's probably half the carriers out there now from when I started in this business 25 years ago. But the carriers still compete with each other. And how do they compete with each other? By coming out with different products, whether it's a permanent product, whether it's stuff that was actually uh, introduced in the COVID bill in uh, 2020, uh, December of 2020, uh, there was a, there was a uh, tax code called the 7702 that somehow in a 6,000 page bill, there was something about life insurance in there. And that was probably the best thing that ever happened to the insurance industry going back to Ronald Reagan. So even if you had a policy that was a, a day old or you know 20 years old, and you were building cash value on it, you can enhance that product today. The issue is that a lot of the car- a lot of the agents out there work for a carrier, and there's different restrictions on what they can and can't do for you than an independent guy can do for you. Okay. Now, wow, you, you definitely know your stuff, that's for sure. Talk about the history here That's uh, and what's being introduced. It's pretty amazing. So uh, final question before we go to the break then. You have your multiple offices, your, your nationwide. I assume then if somebody in, say, Topeka, Kansas wants to be your client, do you use third-party insurance? Because I understand in the insurance industry, that is something that is typical, actually, especially for those that don't have that presence in that area. Um, so when you 
say third party, uh, we use national carriers that have national footprints. So there's not a third party carrier. We deal with well, all what of I mean our clients. Is, well, what I, well, what I, well, let me elaborate a little bit with that is that I noticed that some insurance companies prefer to use maybe almost say another layer of insurance. So the insurance company is insuring themselves with with a potential client. Do you see a lot of that or the insurance companies? I mean, if there's a, a hurricane disaster, and Prudential has 1,000 houses in the state of Florida. I mean, is Prudential on the hook or is there another insurance company that maybe the public doesn't see that's actually on the hook? So you see a lot of that when you're talking is uh, the, the reinsurance market is what you're re referencing. And the answer yeah. is you see it a lot more when you're dealing in the commercial space than anywhere. So you can have a, you know, you can have a Chubb or a Pure or a Cincinnati or one of these companies, they may on the back end um, reinsure some of their overall book risk. So if they have a you know five thousand or twenty thousand clients and they want to um, uh, move some of their risk off, they can do that. We don't see that. Um, where you see the reinsurance come in, and you're seeing it more and more, and that market has tightened up like you can't imagine, which in turn has caused prices to go through the roof when you're dealing on the commercial front. So if you're dealing with uh, condo complexes, the one thing we had spoke about was. Uh, one of the big success stories that we had down in Florida and one of the condo comedian, comedian, communities that we work with, what you're dealing with right now is you'll have an underlying carrier that might come in and take the first $5 million, but we need a 10 or a $20 million limit. What they will do is they call it layering. They'll go out to other reinsurers and they'll layer the market with one carrier, two carriers, or 10 carriers, depending on the risk. Yeah, because right now, as you know, in across the country, commercial real estate seems to be uh, very vulnerable right now. That's actually the one of the weaker areas for the entire U.S. economy. And the reason why I was asking you that question is that if you start seeing a lot of these buildings, they remain vacant. If those, if, if the landlord goes out of business, then how will that impact some of these insurance companies? So trying to think, since this is buy, hold, sell, financial show, I figured you know, the audience is probably going to be wondering, maybe some of the ancillary insurance companies might be vulnerable as well. And, and that's why I was asking you that um, regarding the on the commercial side. So, um, but I do, you brought up the success stories. And Bobby, I do want to talk about that because you have so many success stories. You have quite a Rolodex of, um, of athletes that you work with that really have uh, probably inspired you and inspire also your non-athletic clients like myself. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll talk about that. So, so joining me today, I have Bobby Hotali, president and founder of Hotali Insurance Group. He's gonna be sticking with us after the break. We're gonna get into some of those stories. So please stick with us. Buy, hold, sell, brought to you by Crosscheck Management. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about, and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.
Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous odds makers and influencers every episode of double down with breslow is packed with insider tips deeply skilled analysis and in-depth discussions don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting listen to double down with breslow on the evergreen podcast network or wherever you listen to podcasts that's double down with breslow the business of sports betting podcast welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit fuel your purpose and connect us all We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. In a world where secrets have consequences and lies can't be hidden forever, immerse yourself in the gripping new thriller No Lie Lifts Forever by Todd M. Schoenberger. Join Wall Street hedge fund manager Travis Carmichael as he delves deeper into a web of corruption and conspiracy, finding himself entangled in a high-stakes game where souls are at stake, and trust is a luxury he can't afford. Critics and readers can't get enough of this heart-pounding page-turner, calling it a masterfully crafted suspense novel that will leave you breathless. No Lie Lives Forever is a masterfully crafted thriller that will leave you guessing until the very end. With its intricate plot twists and unforgettable characters, this is a must-read for fans of suspense and mystery. From the mind of acclaimed author Todd M. Schoenberger comes a novel that will challenge your perceptions and keep you turning the pages late into the night. Critics and readers alike can't get enough of No Lie Lives Forever. It's been hailed as a gripping roller coaster ride, a true page-turner that will leave you breathless. Don't miss your chance to uncover the truth. Immerse yourself in the suspenseful world of No Lie Lifts Forever by Todd M. Schoenberger. Available now on Amazon and at finer bookstores near you. Welcome back to Buy, Hold, Sell, Special Report on the Insurance Industry. With me today, I have Bobby Hotelli. He is the founder and president of the Hotelli Insurance Group, in, in, located in New York. To access all of his information as, as well as the products and services that he offers, please go to hotellinginsurance.com. So, Bobby, one of the things that you like to do, you send out emails from time to time that are really success stories, are very uplifting. You, you also send them out uh, early in the morning. I know you're an early riser. You work all day, all night. And, but these things come out in the morning, and they really get you motivated. At least for me, they get me motivated. And you always seem to have these success stories. There's a story of how you're, you're helping a client or a prospect or maybe somebody's relative. I mean, you really go all out really helping, helping people out. 
Can you give the audience maybe some recent success stories, some things that maybe you have done tying in insurance and how, uh, how that has actually helped your clients? Yeah. So, you know what, Todd, the, the industry is changing rapidly um, and it, what they call it as a, a hard market or a, t- a tight market. So as you're getting into these hard and tight markets, it becomes more and more paramount that us as the producer or the agent have to be a little bit more diligent on what's available to the market. So basically, uh, one of the one of the big successes or one of the big challenges you're seeing out there, I'll go to the Florida market because it, it seems to be getting all the press out there right now. You're hearing about mm-hmm. all the different carriers that are leaving the state and uh, and and what is working and not working down there. But the one thing is affecting is the consumer. You're seeing down there increases from a hundred percent to north of five hundred percent increase on an on an uh, on a renewal. It's a staggering number. And the people at some point are going to be saying uncle where they literally just can't afford to get the insurance. So what we've done is we've doubled down and started to invest more into our clients because these premiums are so staggering. So we go out and we, uh, one, one instance that we just had down there is in the condo market. Anyone that's dealing in the condo market knows that you're either getting non-renewed and you're, you're thanking someone with a hundred percent increase right now and crying when you get a 500 or a non-renewal because people are like, what do I do? So what we did is we went out and we hired a third party company and we did a whole risk management review. It came up to be about an 87 page report. When we went in, there was a new client that we had got referred into. We did an 87 page review on their complex, what they did, what they didn't do, what has to be done. And we sent that to the insurance carriers when we were doing underwriting to get pricing. Now this is on one of the islands up off of Tampa and people were, the, the lowest renewal we saw was 200% in the market. And we were seeing north of 500 and are not renewed. Wow. So we went out and we did this 87 page report. We said, let's check and see how we would do this. This is before they were even a client. We spent a significant amount of money to do a review on what they were doing. We put that into the insurance company. The insurance company came back and they were like, why would you do such a a review like this. I'm like, well, we need, we need to start explaining to people that are doing it right and how to get them in a better position for the people who aren't doing anything and do probably deserve these bigger increases to some degree. And we turned around and we got them approximately a, I think it was 48% increase. The president of the board called us and thought it was a mistake. And we said, nope, it's exactly what we got. And he had the condo complex literally to the left of him and the right of him that were both non-renewed. He was blown away to the point where we wow. were getting phone calls and emails from folks who had owned units, the condo units, to everybody on the board, literally crying and thanking us. Because if you're, if you're seeing people in the Florida market, their HOA fees that they pay are already high. They're adding mm-hmm. an excess fee right now, which could be as equal to their annual HOA fee just to pay for the new insurance premiums that they got. So wow. it's a staggering situation right now. And we feel by what we're doing right now is adding significant value for those who understand the insurance and are making it a priority because it's the largest line item for any of these condo complexes right now is their insurance premiums. And it will continue to grow. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And I have heard those stories about uh, the, the residents in Florida, as well as even on the commercial side. I mean, especially when you're on the water, when I mean, especially the hurricane that took place on the Gulf side. I mean, I'm not sure if that area will, will, will probably take a generation to recover from. So I'd imagine from the insurance perspective, yeah, they're going to keep raising those rates, but you found a solution to that. That's, that's really incredible. Are you seeing that? Is that just in the Florida market or are there similar stories like that up and down the coastline? Because I'm sure 
here we are, we're, we're really starting hurricane season now. And you're hearing about the warmer water temperatures that are taking place. It's only going to be really fueling some of these, these massive storms that I, I'm sure we're going to hear about in September and October. The insurance companies have got to be nervous right now. But are you, I'm sure you're having conversations daily with not just the carriers, but with clients. Are clients now, are they just hearing about what your success is in Florida? Are they trying to give you a call saying, hey, I'm on Long Island right now. I need some help. I mean, where are you, is it just Florida or you see it elsewhere? Uh, and you see it in different sec- sections as well, Todd. Uh, we have made a significant impact in the uh, construction space inside New York as well. There's different challenges there. It's probably the most difficult market in the country uh, to do construction inside New York City. Um, a lot has to do with the action over claims and some of the stuff that goes on on how these contractors are literally, they're at such a huge disadvantage right now by the legal system and what's in place and what they got to battle. Uh, So you're seeing, again, you're seeing premiums there. I'll tell you over the last 15 years, I can tell you companies that have literally gone out of business just because they can't substantiate the insurance cost. So I will tell you that we've been able to keep a lot of companies in business by some of the strategies and programs that we have put in place. And it's tough enough to do business in New York when your insurance premiums start overtaking the percentage of the job on whether it's profitable or not profitable, uh, it's pretty staggering. So depending on the market that you live in, there's different challenges. Uh, California is worse than Florida when it comes to getting insurance on your home. You know, we don't hear about it as much because Florida is so hot, such a hotbed right now, but California is actually worse than Florida, if you can imagine. Hmm. So every, every market, every market has its challenge. Every segment has its challenge. So that's the big differential. Our business is really broken up into teams the way I do it, because I call it the jack of all trade, master of none. Very difficult to be successful. But if you could be the king of all jacks, that's what we push. So what I'm looking to do is get the experts in each segment and have have product experts in our company in the different segments. So when we're dealing with real estate, when we're dealing with construction, you know, you start dealing in the uh, in the uh, marina business, when you start dealing with boats, Anyone that has a boat right now and you're getting insurance on there, those premiums are going through the roof as well. So every segment has a different challenge. Wow, that's incredible. So what about, um, why is California I'm such a, a difficult area? Is it because of the wildfires or what, what's the story? A lot of it's the wildfires. It's been going on for a real long time. So I think people are pretty numb to it. So if you went back five years and I told you some of the premiums that were being paid in Florida, you have been, wow, how are they doing it? Now they can't even get insurance. So there's, yeah. and, and it's worse than, it's much worse than Florida. Florida's not much far behind. They want to race and catch up to them. But California is significantly worse than it is in, uh, than it is in uh, Florida right now. And those are probably your two worst states. But I can throw Aspen in there. I can throw some different parts of the country. And they have their different challenges where the cost of insurance is just staggering. Yeah, that's incredible. So I know that insurance is regulated state by state. Are there any states that are favorable to insurance carriers? Maybe more some you know, than, than others? You know what? And we're talking about insurance in a, in a, a broad stroke. And insurance is different uh, by product and category. It's about life insurance. Any state other than New York is significantly better to buy a policy in than in New York. New York is by far, not even close, the worst place to buy life insurance. You can go to the same carrier and buy it in New Jersey or Connecticut, and it's a superior contract to that of which you could buy in New York. It's, a, uh, it, it's unbelievable. So we constantly look for a nexus outside of New York when we're dealing with someone. And most of your affluent clients 
have some type of a connection outside of New York and they'll get right. their product out. Of well, why is look that? And I do why? a review of a policy and I see it's in New York. I know right away it's, you know, Albany had made some changes on reserving and some of the stuff they were trying to do with the life insurance, the restrictions that they put on the carriers. So you'll see a lot of the carriers have left New York. So on the life insurance side, you'll get carriers that will sell every other state other than New York. So when you're looking, uh, you know, um, I'm not going to name the insurance companies, but there's an insurance company out there right now that if they see anything touching New York, they won't do it. Um, no it's just, yeah, it's just a, uh, and New York put these things into effect quite a few years ago, thinking that the rest of the country was going to follow them and they never did. <laughs> of course. Right. <laughs> that seems to be the way of the, uh, how it's always been in New York. So and it's, interesting. It's, 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 and it's the same thing on health insurance. It's funny. I deal with a lot of national companies. So if you're dealing yeah. with one of the national companies, uh, I had a big accountant firm that was their uh, headquarters out of New York. And as they were uh, acquiring additional accountant firms, they were in Virginia, they were in Florida, they were all over. And they were like, why is our insurance literally double than what I'm acquiring this person uh, with this firm? The, the individual or the family insurance is double in New York than it is outside. And they're using the same carrier in the same state. But the way it's set up, it comes out of your way you're domiciled, and unfortunately, you can't you can't break it up. If your company, if you're part of a company, and the headquarters are in New York, you're paying New York rates in Florida. Very difficult for them to compete nationally with some of these other companies. Right, right. Hey, final question for you, Bobby. Just off topic. Uh, we're not necessarily off topic, but I know that you cover the insurance side, the personal side. Do you insure everything? I mean, I'm talking jewelry um maybe if you owned a racehorse i mean what are, are you insuring every i mean not just houses but everything else that you that you can think of yeah so anything with the word insurance we do we even do title insurance uh in the real estate space but we insure uh boats jets uh we actually sponsor a couple of race cars uh the ferrari challenge car and the porsche challenge car so we're in the racing world uh we have one of our uh guys that comes out of the uh um, the racing horses, he was a, uh, an ex jockey. So he got heavily into even insuring jockeys and the actual horses. So it's literally basically anything in the world of insurance is what we touch. That's interesting. And are you just in, here in the United States or can I go internationally? It's a great question, by the way. So now as the world is opening back up again, the amount of interest that we're getting, we just launched a, uh, a whole practice dealing with a Japanese partner. So, you know, South America has always been a hotbed coming into the U.S. for insurance, but now we're starting to see, um, you know, Japan has exploded for us uh, with this one partnership where I literally had 50 people come into my office to sit down and go through a, uh, a seminar with me on U.S. life insurance. And it was ironic because I don't speak any uh, Japanese and they spoke very little English. So it was a quite entertaining meeting, if you could imagine that. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Wow. Well, the, the success that you have with this firm, I mean, it just grows exponentially. And I love hearing this story. And uh, I mean, it's, it seems like every year that, that we've known each other, your firm continues to evolve and just continues to grow and grow. And it's great to, to witness and and really be a spectator in this. I, I love seeing it, so this is good. So Bobby, thank you so much for joining us today on Buy, Hold, Sell Special Report on the insurance industry. I can't thank you enough for joining us. Go to hotelinginsurance.com. That's hotelinginsurance.com. We will also be blasting that out on all of our social channels as well. 
so everyone can uh, can see what Bobby's up to these days. So, Bobby, thanks again. I know that you're traveling today. I want to thank you for taking the time today for joining us on Buy, Hold, Sell. Thanks, Todd. And remember, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Tax mitigation is a forefront right now as we're heading into the fourth quarter. Tax mitigation. I love that. That's a great soundbite. So that's awesome. So listen, thanks again to everyone for joining us today. Please uh, check out another Buy, Hold, Sell. We have Dan Ives coming up with us uh, later on today. We'll have that episode out as well. Take care, everyone. I want you to smash that like button. (laughs) A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.